Well, Razorback fans, it is here. Officially, postseason, field of 64 for the Razorback baseball team. And they are hosting a regional. So let's break it all down on today's Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Memorial Day weekend, as it is a little bit later when I'm going to be putting out this podcast, but still wanted to uh, have it Memorial Day themed, and we'll get to that uh, here in just a little bit. But a lot of things going on with uh, Razorback baseball and, of course, Razorback basketball a little bit. Uh, that we'll dive into as well, but it is officially here. The field of 64 has been set. We know about the regionals. We know about the super regionals and what the uh, sites will possibly be, as well as the road to Omaha. How do you go down the path if you're the Arkansas Razorback baseball team? Well, now we officially know, and it has been set. Uh, the Razorbacks are officially the number three seed in the regional uh of a regional host national seat which is pretty incredible it's not surprising and i was a little shocked to see that this is only the second time that arkansas has actually been a top four seed in uh the national seats which of course the other one was when they were the number one overall seed back in 2021 hopefully there's not a bad omen there but arkansas officially punched its ticket and it's the 34th time of course in history that arkansas will be in postseason play they're 41 and 16 uh, and they will be hosting the Fayetteville Regional, which, uh, first off, we'll, we'll talk about what it means to be a three seed, and then we'll get into the uh, actual uh, matchups and, and teams that are in it with uh, Arkansas as well. But I'll say, man, like, this is awesome. Like, it's just been a great regular season. And to we, we could sit here and, and talk about the entire time of, like, oh, my goodness, how did they do this? And we can talk about the injuries and everything that they've had. Of course, like that's just part of it. It's part of the message. It's part of the story that's been going on for Arkansas. But uh, there, there's just so much more than that, that they've been able to just continue to showcase their abilities to where they're never out of games. Uh, they have really no weaknesses. I don't, I don't think that they have any, when I say weaknesses, I'm talking about major weaknesses. I don't think that they have really anything that they're a perfect at or great at or elite at. They just get the job done. And for them to be, if you would have said that before the season started, that Arkansas was going to be the number three seed nationally, everybody would have signed up for that. But what's funny is nobody would have assumed that it would be with the amount of injuries that they've had. So regardless, uh, the regular season has been awesome. And it's been everything that you could have possibly expected or imagined for Arkansas to be able to do while being with 41 wins heading into postseason play. But as we know, because you know how those Alabama fans keep coming at you, it's all about postseason now. That is what the expectation, and that is what defines the success of a season. And to be honest, folks, Arkansas and the draw that they got, you know, I'm I'm not saying it to be cliche, because honestly, any, any regional is going to be tough. This is postseason play. Of course it's going to be tough. Are there some regionals that are, slightly easier than others yeah on paper but it doesn't mean anything because it could all turn quick fast and in a hurry and 
I think just by basing it off the teams that Arkansas has gotten a draw to, it ain't going to be easy in the regional. We're not even talking about, oh, who they match up against in the Supers. Nope, we are talking about actually who they match up in their own freaking regional. All right, so here it is. Arkansas is the number one seed in the Fayetteville regional. The number two seed is TCU. You know TCU, right? The team that won the Big 12 this year, 37-22. and 22. The team that Arkansas played second game of the year down in Globe Life and got worked over pretty good. Granted, it's a completely different time right now. That game does not matter. But still, that's a very, very difficult opponent to be facing off against. TCU as the two seed. The three seed is Arizona, which I don't care who you are. Even though Arizona is 33 and 24, they are still a power five team with power five talent, with power five abilities. I mean, they, they got it all going for them. You know, they went 33 and 24. Uh, not to say that they are the, the best team or just a team that's going to get on the roll because I believe, at least according to uh, what D1 Baseball said, that they were one of the last teams put into the postseason. But still, Arizona plays in a conference that knows a lot about baseball and has had a lot of great uh, uh, teams that they've gone up against there as well. So that's impressive. And then Arkansas also has the four-seed Santa Clara. Uh, 35 and 18 is what they got going on for them. So uh, not surprising there, but that's where it's set. Arkansas looks like they will more than likely be playing in the first game on Saturday. Actually, no, it is. It's going to be on Saturday, Friday. Excuse me. First game on Friday. Uh, it's going to be at 2 p.m. So uh, early, early game there for Arkansas. And it's uh, going to be on at uh, 2 p.m. And also, here's something else that kind of like pisses me off, to be honest. It's going to be on ESPN+. Plus. Now, for those of you who don't know, it's not, oh, on ESPN3 or on the Watch ESPN app. No, it's on ESPN+, Plus, which you have to pay extra for. And then the game later that night between TCU and Arizona is on ESPNU. So just to clarify, if you want to watch the Razorback baseball game, you have to have ESPN+. Plus. Not Your ESPN account doesn't just pay for it. You have to have ESPN+, Plus on top of that. Uh, but the game that night in your own home stadium, is on TV on ESPNU. How fun is that? So dumb. Anyways, uh, but the game's going to be played at 2 p.m. and Arkansas wants to get the early game going there, which is something I think Dave Van Horn has always uh, kind of looked at too. Now, if Arkansas is able to win this tough regional, which it is very tough, if they are able to win this tough regional in Fable, they will are matched up with the uh, regional of the Indiana State team that had gone on such a great run. They are 42 and 15. And uh, that's who's in there, and like they're the host team there. Also, uh, the uh, two seed there is Iowa, and then the three seed is North Carolina. How interesting is that? North Carolina is a team that Arkansas faced in the Supers last year and beat them in Chapel Hill. Could end up being a, an interesting matchup there. And then their four seed is Wright State. So Arkansas's got to get through the regional, but if they are able to advance to the Supers. They'll be facing off against one of those teams. And, of course, the game will be in Fayetteville for the Super Regionals. So that's what your pathway looks like at this point in time. Um, but they, they did a great job of it. They, they got what they needed to get. And now uh, they just got to go out and take care of business here in this one. Again, I think the regional is really tough. Uh, it, it's never easy no matter what in postseason. But when you have so many different teams in your own regional that are perfectly capable of beating anybody any given day, uh, we know it's a double elimination, so two losses and you're out. 
Um, you know, and everyone talks about home field advantage. Arkansas has been awesome at. There's no question about that. But if you think about it, you know, Oklahoma State was an incredible team last year, too, and they lost at home in their regionals. So it can happen. Arkansas is going to have to bring their A game. Their offense is going to have to get going. In the SEC tournament, I thought they did fine. Uh, I thought that they did uh, about what I wanted them to do, and which is play no more than three games. I actually predicted them to go one and two, but they ended up going two and one, which you know I guess is kind of the better of both worlds if you're going to get bounced out. At least you got two wins out of it. Um, but they got to get the bats going. The offense has got to get there. Uh, some guys are going to have to really count on. Uh, one of those being, of course, Gage Wood. I, I think that he's very important and very crucial to get him back and, and feeling himself. Brady Tiger looked a little shaky at times in that game against Texas A&M, so you got to get him going too. Uh, but other than that, like you still, Hagen Smith looks as he's looking as good as ever. Uh, Hunter Holland's looking as good as ever. I think that Will McIntyre's really coming around and he's showing some good stuff. Zach Morris has been showing some good stuff lately. So you you got some dudes that were looking good heading in here. You got some guys that are capable of looking really good. They just got to settle in. And I think being at home is really going to help that. Uh, I think that's probably the best thing that can happen for some of these players that. Uh, especially in the pitching, may have struggled a little bit. Being at home is always going to be extremely helpful, so that's going to be big for them. But now the question now becomes of in postseason play. Uh, what what is the and we may go into this a little bit more later in the week on a on a podcast. But since you're at this point now, what is what is the expectation? What's the failure? What's the disappointment? Well, considering that you are a national seed, if Arkansas does not get to the World Series this year, it is a major disappointment. Uh, a failure even would be how some people would put it. Now, I know it's postseason play and anything can happen, and I'm not trying to take anything away from anybody, but I'm just being honest about it, folks. If they don't make it to the College World Series, this season is going to be considered a failure. That's the expectation, and that's the way it is. And if they do make it to the World Series, I think that uh, you know going 0-2 is not something you ever want to do, but say if they did go 0-2, no one's really going to be happy about that either. Like, it'll be cool, but not great. Like, all right. I mean, anytime you can make it to the World Series, it's great. Uh, win a few games there. People get pretty excited about it, and that'll be really good, too. It, I think if you, even if you make it to the finals, of course you want to win it all. Even if you make it to the finals, it's considered a highly successful year. If you win at least two in the World Series, I think it's a highly successful year. So this is where it's at now. There's, it's do or die. There's no more trying to figure things out. There's no more trying to, all right, well, let's put this together and hopefully this guy can get this going. Like, there, there's none of that anymore. It's do or die right now. You have no time to waste. You got to get it going. So, the road to Omaha starts in Fayetteville. Can't wait to see how it all plays out. We'll talk a little basketball on the other side of the break. But uh, first, I got to tell you about Built Bar, folks. If you're looking for a great snack, especially after the Memorial Day weekend, I ate terrible. But you know what? It felt so good. But what I really love about coming back and trying to get back into the gym and starting to, you know, try to get my diet back in order is that I can always count on Built Bar to help me out with it because it tastes amazing. They're covered in 100% chocolate with 17 grams of protein and only 140 calories. It seems too good to be true, but it is true. You have to try them out. So if you're looking for a snack, if you're looking for something that tastes like a candy bar, but is healthy for you, try out Built Bar today. You can go to Built.com, see all the different delicious flavors that they have to choose from, as well as all the different variety packs. Or you can go to your local Walmart or Sam's Club and check them out that way. No matter what your need may be, Built Bar has you covered. Go to Built.com or your local Walmart or Sam's Club for all the delicious Built Bars. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your 
daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so moving on into the next segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. We've got some basketball news for you. Uh, nothing ultra significant, but still significant within itself due to the fact that, uh, you know, it's at least something. Something that uh, is of note and something that's good news, positive news. Not surprising, but uh, positive within itself. And I'll say this, that with uh, all the craziness going on with basketball, still waiting on Ron Holland, still waiting on that whole decision thing and what's going on there. I uh, don't really know how it's going to play out. But we do know, though, that uh, Tremont Mark, this, of course, uh, is one of the best players that Arkansas got out of the transfer portal out of Houston. He officially has withdrawn from the uh, NBA draft and has preserved his eligibility for next season and is coming to Fayetteville. He is coming to Arkansas. Uh, he even put out on social media that he was ready to get here to Arkansas. Uh, you know, looking forward to coming into Fayetteville. And so he, that, that's one of the big gets. In fact, one of not the biggest get uh, that Arkansas has had. Uh, we know that uh, with Houston, he was uh, one of a, a great defensive player and all that, which we talked about a little bit already. But on top of that, L. Ellis, the guard from Louisville, officially announced that he has withdrawn his name from the transfer portal, or not transfer portal, from the NBA draft and is going to be transferring to Arkansas as well. Uh, came from John Rothstein, who tweeted out on Saturday that uh, he will be returning to school. And Ellis also, of course, for those of you who don't remember, he committed on April 17th. But he simply uh, tweeted out, Razorback Nation, I'm here. And, uh, of course, he was one of the four players that were there. We know Mark's coming in. And it looks like uh, all the other transfers are going to be coming in to Arkansas. So all five of them look like it's going to be happening uh, at this point in time, which is great. Uh, Ellis did not receive an invite to the G League Elite Camp or NBA Draft Combine. Uh, but uh, he is deciding that uh, he's going to take his talents to Arkansas. So, again, anything can change. But it certainly looks like at this point in time that all five of the transfers for Razorback basketball are going to be coming in and going to be a part of this team next season. Now, there's been a lot of like random things getting thrown around, which, uh, you know, it's always where there's smoke, there's fire, especially when it comes to uh, the basketball program and the transfer portal and Eric Musselman and, you know, who's staying, who's going, who's doing what. Like, there's a lot of that going on, and it's really hard to figure out and decipher what's true and what's not, what to believe and what not to believe. Like, it's tough. But I was uh, looking at all these things for what Arkansas has been uh, able to do or trying to do, and it's hard to decipher what's true. But I will say, like, the, the Bayfall thing, people are thinking that there's a chance that he may decommit or try to get out of his uh, national letter of intent that's been thrown around. I don't have any reason to believe that at this point, but uh, I know people are throwing that around. People are still waiting on Ron Holland. Uh, I know Mikel Mitchell hasn't gone anywhere or transferred anywhere, and yet He's still being seen in Arkansas at some places. And people are wondering, you know, what's going to be his next move? And, you know, are they going to go after another big man? Is it, you know, a guy like Grant Nelson? He has until the 31st, which is like literally like this week, like next day <laughs> to uh, announce if he's going to be returning to college. It would be somebody that Arkansas goes after hot and heavy. You know, these all these questions surrounding it to where, uh, not to mention the Walsh and uh, Devo thing, because that's also what we're going to find out here this week whether or not they're going to be staying or whether or not they're going to be going. But uh, that's what the time is going to have to tell for all that stuff. So <clears throat> the point is, is this. This week's going to be big. It's going to be huge 
for uh, basketball news, even though we're all baseball right now. Basketball is going to have plenty to try to keep up with, but it was just great to see Tremont Mark and great to see L. Ellis both, uh, you know, coming to college and start staying in college and going to Arkansas. And I think they're going to be huge parts of this team next year. There is no doubt about it. That uh, we'll get to the final segment, Huckwell Memorial Day, on the other side of the break here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. So stay with us. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so final segment here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Um, I know a lot of us celebrated the Memorial Day weekend and got a nice little three-day off, uh, three-day weekend off, uh, being able to go out on the lake. I know I did. I went down to Hot Springs, went to Lake Hamilton with some friends, and uh, I know a lot of you were at different lakes and seeing social media. It's almost like if you're not at a lake or a body of water or uh, grilling out or cooking out or something like that. It's like, are you really actually celebrating Memorial Day? You know, it's just one of those deals to where it's kind of a, a common tradition that people always look forward to in uh, the last Mondays of May uh, each and every year. So there's an element of it that's always fun and exciting and cool that we get to be able to have that time off and be able to have that time to spend with others. But you always got to remember about Memorial Day and you know what it actually is and what it it actually means. And I think that that's something that's always very important. And it's easy to just kind of forget about it and just think about it as another holiday, just another Monday holiday or a three-day weekend holiday or, or whatever it may be. But, uh, you know, Memorial Day is always about honoring those that served in the United States military and lost their lives uh, to try to protect our freedoms. And I think that that's something that's uh, a very admirable thing. A thing that we should always remember, not even just on Memorial Day, but at all times, but it's nice to have a designated day for Memorial Day. Now, I have been fortunate and blessed enough to have many members of my own family serve in the military and serve in a different time frames and in different eras and even in different wars. But I've also been very lucky and fortunate to not have lost any of my direct relatives or my close relatives while serving in the military in those wars. Uh, there's a, hundreds of thousands of people that can't say the same thing. Uh, whether it's World War II, whether it's Vietnam, whether it's uh, Korea, whether it's you know the, the Iraq War. I mean, there's so many times and so many ways that we've seen wars come about here in the United States and how so many people out there are impacted by those who lost their lives. And it's one thing to just, you know, wave the American flag and be proud of that. And, 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 but, you know, that's not something that, you know, you, you can really just blow off or take lightly when you really dive into the, the meaning behind it and the importance behind it. Just thinking about the amount of people in, in the history of this country, which is the greatest country there is, who were just normal people, you know, at, at the times that they served. I always think back in you know, all the stories you hear about in World War II how many people went over to serve and to fight for our freedoms that were just like people like you or me. People who had jobs, people who were barbers, people who were businessmen, people who were farmers, people who were, you know, whatever. They dropped everything and they went over to serve and a lot of people lost their lives in order to protect those freedoms. And that's not something that I think that many people would really understand how important it is today just because we've been lucky enough to not had, you know, in this era, maybe gone through those wars or had those things happen uh, to where 
uh, it was something to like World War II or, or something that had a, a mass casualties and, and everything. So it's a it's it's something we have to remember and something that uh, I'm glad to see anytime people observe this holiday and take it for what the holiday actually is. It, it's just awesome. And it's a, it's a great way to honor everybody that uh, lost their lives in serving our country. So, um, like I said, I'll always be appreciative of everybody who serves, and I'll always be appreciative of all the troops out there and the people that are, you know, constantly fighting for that freedom. Because without them, you know, what do we have? Who are we today? Are we even a country? You know, what type of problems are we going through? Uh, the list could go on and on of questions of how terrible things could be. But I just wanted to uh, use this time to. Say, uh, you know, Memorial Day is something I'll never forget. And I'll never forget those who served and who died for all of our freedoms, as they should be honored at all times, every time, but especially on a day as special as Memorial Day. Appreciate everybody listening in to Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter, Buzz John Neighbors, for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.